Hello, folks. This is Jeffrey Bridges. I'm here along with, uh... Well, you see... Um... Susan Bridges. Yes, your name. That's what you said. <laughs> that awkward moment when you don't know who to talk, who, who's supposed to talk next. Um, yeah, me. Hi. And and me. That's my line, right? Yes. yes. Oh, that's that's Paul's line. Um, and that is, of course, Paul Brueggemann. Uh, we are here. Uh, the three of us sort of co-directed this episode, uh, helping Jared out get a little more caught up. So, um, and Susan wrote this episode as well. Oh, I did? You don't I, even remember? I was just thinking, wow, Tommy swears a lot. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, that's me. People should be familiar with the other episodes Susan's written, like uh, Kingery 50, which was uh, that, that opening scene that no one will ever forget. Um, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> so uh, this scene, um, you, uh, I directed this scene, and... and Susan just basically had three people talking for like three minutes. Yeah, but I do that a lot. And that's all it was, which directing-wise made it really hard to make it interesting. So what I ended up hey! doing... <laughs> well, you know, so that it wasn't just the voices. My words so. are terribly interesting. That's, I don't know what not, you're talking about. That's not what I meant. <laughs> My point was is yes. that I decided that Tommy would have a squeaky chair, which suddenly opened things up a lot more because uh, he, you can hear the chair moving when he's reacting to people, even if he's not talking. Something catches his interest, the chair moves. Yeah. And when he gets really angry, the chair moves more. And so, Let's let Paul sorry. say things too, okay? okay. That's okay? You're like, blah, blah, blah. I directed this part, so I was talking about what oh, I did. I was giving you leave to talk, tell everyone too. you directed this part? Did you, I like, just said that. Yeah. Are you listening? Not really. Okay. He did. <laughs> I took a cue from this, um, and uh, apparently, Paul? Pete, just Pete Mylan himself has a squeaky chair, because oh. in a future episode of Tabula Rasa, he also has a squeaky chair. Nice. Ah. Yeah, it's going to be his thing now. It's going to follow him around Pendant. <laughs> Pete in the squeaky chair. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was actually listening to some earlier episodes, and uh, it's now, this scene is very reminiscent of one of the, the scenes with he and um, Jawbone. Oh. And that he had a squeaky chair in that uh, that scene, too. Oh, back uh, that in the day. was, of course, totally uh, yes. intentional. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but, um, we hearken back to old times. The olden days. Um, but you also left this really uh, hard thing for me to do at the end of this scene where um, I believe the script said Tommy throws something. That was it. And there was no objects in the scene for him to throw. So I'm like, is he just going to pick up a random thing? No one's going to know what it was. So I decided he was going to fling his radio across the room, the, the famous Tommy Urkel radio that's always playing. And so at the end of the scene, you can hear it fly across to, from one side to the other and smash against the wall. So. That's a tiny radio. <laughs> it's, it's, a it's a future, future radio. radio. So, you know, yeah. right, right, right. Very compact in size. But delivers bass quality and sound. Yes, as you can tell. It's, yeah. Although we were we were talking about, it was kind of hard to make it sound like a radio. Like, because, you know, in the right. future, radios are probably not that crappy. But yet, it's tough well, to, like, it filter it and be like, what the... What? Yeah. I, yeah, I think the... the the filters that we use on some of the things just indicate that it is a right. uh, radio or a phone. Because I think that um, if you're talking through a phone, it would sound a lot more crisp and a lot more right. clear in the future. But it's it's it gives the overall you know tone of a phone. Right. You know, that's the problem with with audio. If you, if you, if it sounded super crisp and awesome like future phones would, you would think she was the people were just in the room with each other, and so you right. you have to use the filters anyway. So and yeah, the same with the TVs and stuff. Yep. Yep. Or they'd be like, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, when you don't have the visual to go along with it, it makes right. it tough. So. 
But now we are onto the scene that Susan mixed, so see now you can slather for a bunch. Well, I I really love the Shuttle Bay guy, by the way. He was fantastic. That was Dave Morgan, I think. He's like so sarcastic. I meant to look it up and I forgot. Oh wait, you mean the guy she's talking to yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, no. J- that's Jared. No, the other guy. Oh, I think that's Dave Morgan. Although this guy was good too. Yeah. That was Jared. <laughs> oh no, I can this tell. Guy. You can pick out Jared's voice anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked how he's like, yeah, I'm not aware of that program. That made me laugh. But yeah, no, we should have known it. We I don't have the credits up, and so that guy is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Dave Morgan. Well, he was making me crack up. <laughs> These uh, whole readings. Like, he doesn't even know. Like, I loved that. Like, if it is Dave Morgan, he's awesome. And if it's not, um, you're awesome anyway, Dave. And whoever is playing him is awesome. So. <laughs> We're nothing but Cover all our bases here. here. I know. I should look it up. Ugh. You should. You directed the scene, you know. I don't have wrote my phone. Aw. Ah. What kind of experiment is it? I guess... You know, and, and then Tithia has this long soliloquy. Yes. That's like my thing, I think. Yes, I remember. I do that a lot. You got a little guff from our editor for that, that she thought it was a bit too long. Oh, this one? Yeah, whatever. Come on. When she goes at the end of the scene. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I probably didn't change it. <laughs> but, um, okay, I, and I also did the one where, like, Tommy was at his mom's grave. It was, you know, the same kind of thing. You're right. You like to have people talking to dead people, don't you? Every once okay. in a while, yeah, yeah I do. I, You're not doing because anything. I talk to myself a lot, too. Mm. So I think people do that. I'm convinced that I'm not insane, and this is how I convince myself. <laughs> By making other characters <laughs> I look, do it. I other people do it. I guess it's kind of, it makes sense, because there's no one else really to talk to if they're dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you, audio won't go very far without dialogue. you got to have something, so. Yep. Yeah, but it, I, at the same time, I don't think it's like one of those where it's like, I'm going to go out the window now. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's somewhat realistic no, in my is. mind. And right. also, you know, you can never go wrong with giving a long soliloquy or monologue to Cat, or you can't go wrong with giving Cat anything because she can act the hell out of everything. So I know. I want to be like, Cat, look. Look what I gave you. I love to write things for her to do because she, she's like totally. She always blows it up. She blows it up. Yeah. Did you Did you write uh, when she was by uh, uh, Debbie's Debbie's bedside? Um, the episode when Debbie died, I wrote yeah. that episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. You gave her, you you gave her that crying too. Yeah. <laughs> you just like to make poor cat cry. What's up with that? I do. I like to make cat cry. <laughs> As much as possible. I think she likes to make herself cry, too, because she cries a lot in Genesis Avalon. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a lot of tears. Oh, cat. In audio drama. Oh, cat. <laughs> I heard that once uh, that we're all made of stardust. And no matter what happens, we... I don't think I actually listened to the episode. Probably <laughs> should. I probably shouldn't say that, but I don't think I did. You're like, this sounds great. I've never <laughs> no, heard it before. He didn't say it sounded great now, did he? Yes, he did. Mm. I just see I no, edited I it, and it's better. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> now I, I said that. It's great. Oh, Seriously. see? Oh. Look at it. <laughs> and um, 
Jared helpfully filtered Tithia for us. Right, because he uses a different program than we do, and we wanted the voice to uh, sound it, the same. It, it so. wouldn't have sounded exactly the right. same. Uh, we could get close, but it wouldn't right. have been identical. So, so Jared, Jared helped us out there. Thanks, Jared! He helped us help him. Yes. Yes. Ooh. How was that? Those are some nice whooshy noises. Did you like yeah. those? <laughs> did you make them yourself? No. Very whooshy. <laughs> yeah, I did not make them. It was tough to find them, though. I was like, so many of them were not... The right whooshes? Yeah, they were like warbly whooshes. There were oh. a lot of warbly whooshes. You don't want a warbly whoosh. You don't want that. <laughs> Never warbly with your whooshies. <laughs> I've always wondered <laughs> why Shenanigans has a bell like that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You'll have to ask Jared. I don't know. It's very quaint, though. <laughs> I love it. It's so out of place. <laughs> but so uh, now we are off to uh, Paul's excellent directing. From here uh, through the end to the credit. Guess so. Yes. I'm not even sure where they I always end up di uh, directing um, Zeph and Socks. And I love it. <laughs> They're a lot of fun together. They are adorable. They really are. I just can't get over how familiar he is. Some of <laughs> some of their delivery is just perfect. The commentators. I, yeah, I really like the They're both of them. Excellent. They're really good. Yeah. And one of them, I believe, is also Dave Morgan. I believe. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. He had two roles in this, so. He had two roles in. What was it? I don't remember. He was the commentator and the guy getting beat up. Oh, that's right. He's also Glass Joe. Right. Yes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. So maybe he wasn't the Shuttle Bay guy. Oh, no. I've made a big mess of things. Well, Glass Joe isn't in this episode. Well, doesn't he? No, you're right. He isn't. That was in the last episode. You're right. He's just yeah. all over the Kingery. <laughs> so we have determined Dave Morgan is everyone else. He's <laughs> everyone everywhere. <laughs> and Dave Morgan as Ensemble. <laughs> Dave Morgan's uh -oh, just strolling around the thoroughfare. Dozens. Hang up some curtains in the launch bay so it's hard to tell where the hell they are. How'd you get the spectators there? Mm, word of mouth. There's a really big network of Shirokaji fans, so they know the drill. No need to advertise, really. So Everyone stop. says shirokaji different i know when it initially uh, happened we sort of sent out this pronunciation guide but then i think a lot of people lost it over the coming months or something and so everyone says but you know things like that happen in real life people pronounce oh, stuff yeah. all the time so like han and han right that one always got me i know it's totally han right uh, i don't know anymore <laughs> Hen Salu. That's what I use. Is that... Hen Salu? Hen yes. Salu? Hen... Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Can you put a picture of a hen? <laughs> what is going on in this conversation? With, with a vest? A hen with a blaster. <laughs> That's going up on the website. <laughs> oh, explosions. Paul's favorite. Hey, if you if you listen closely, you can <laughs> you can hear my little cameo in there. I'm a I'm a patron. Oh yeah. I I, uh, I just say Jesus fuck at the end. 
trashed you. Nice, you just threw yourself <laughs> in there. That was very nice. <laughs> well, there were supposed to be, you know, um, other people in there, and I found some great uh, reactions like on on the website where we get sound effects, and I just took some of those and then added my own voice. It's very muffled, but you can still kind of hear it. With the uh, with the, the classic Kingery curse line in there too. Yes, yeah, that's well done. Exactly. Jared Page. Oh, we just Bay talked Officer over who. Number one. Wait, there. David Morgan as Bay Officer number two. Yay! Oh, Dave Susan Morgan Bridges. is everywhere. Susan Bridges, Renee Christine All right. Well, this that, that's Page. the end of this episode. This is a really short episode. Yeah, I write short. All other music by Kevin I mean, I'm the one like on the writing staff that's always Jeffrey busting Davis everyone's balls about Susan scenes, Bridges. and I'm like, this scene doesn't doesn't have a point just cut it cut it all cut it yeah but they don't they don't listen to me pages long yeah all right well um the three of us will be back here next month uh we also helped out on 6x uh 10 6x10 well that's how we name them it's season six episode 10 yes and uh we'll be here with pete who wrote that episode so uh we will talk to you all next month okay sounds great all right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.